Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Sci-Fi, Dapalili's Equation by Paul W. Fairman. It's not the knowing that gets you, the wondering, thinking sometimes one way and sometimes the other, but knowing for sure, being suckered, is bad enough, for, but wondering whether you've been suckered is rougher, or whether you get the biggest thing, they're the biggest they're the biggest thing ever since fingerprints slide right by you. Someday the case may be solved. Then we know for sure, one way or the other, Donovan and I, what case? Wait, I'll tell you. I don't take, it won't take long. The thing started with a crazy murder as two homicide cops ever got called in on a bar on the 10th Avenue near Grand. You probably know the place. You probably read about the case. It was all in, in all the papers, but the whole story never saw print. We were run into by a call for the squad car boys. We got the, there first. We walked in. The cop we didn't know pointed a thumb at the young guy lying with his head on the bar and said, Deader than a lamppost. For my money, a young lad, around 23 or four, lying there as though he had too many was sleeping off, he's drowned one too many. He sh- would spend all eternity sleeping off. He was he was all through. While Keep stood there with his apron hanging out, a baffled look on his face. Look, and all the earmarks of being genuine. I said, Kennedy, homicide, what happened? While Keep shrugged, licked his dry lips. I don't know. Just kneeled over. I got Killed over. I got scared and called the cops. The kid certainly looked like a mole job. As I said, you didn't take things like that for granted. The squad car boys are called General Hospital. Now a couple of internees came in with a respirator. They didn't use it, though. One of them put his nose close down to the boy's kid's mouth. I looked into the Kabaki. You served him a drink? Barkeep nodded. That's what he came in for. Let's see the bottom. 
Barkley gave that the little thought and took it. Then he took a bottle off the rack and pushed it over the bar. Then turning, he sniffed it, maybe a face, and said, "Maybe a face," and said, "That's enough, arsenic." To depopulate New Jersey, arsenic, bulky, croaked. You're crazy. We didn't serve nobody no arsenic here. And Tony looked at Donovan and me and said, Call the meat wagon. That's this one beyond us. It of identification. And Arthur Davis, with nothing at all sinister in his wallet, and his lab man came, and there was a lot of activity for an hour or so. Then we padlocked it the joint. And took the bulky downtown with us. He, his on-the-spot story was simple. Davis had come in and ordered a drink. Bulky served it up. Davis knocked it off. A drink in turn knocked Davis off. Bulky's name was Timothy Garver. He was a middle-aged court puller who had been in the business most of his life. He ran him through R and I of handing clean. Then we sat down, him down in the interrogation room and started digging into him. What have you uh, had against Davis? Gardner looked like a flabby-jawed ghost. His hands shook. Nothing. So help me, I've never seen a guy before. You think we're swallowing that, Donovan asked? You think we're playing with school kids? Tell us you're poison a guy you never saw before? I said, maybe... He did, he did it for laughs. I didn't poison him, Garvinus pleaded. you got to believe me. You mean there wasn't any poison in that bottle? Sure there was, if you, you say so. What it means is I didn't put it there. I didn't know it was there. I, what do you mean? It, it was your, you plan to get the guy out in the alley after he's dead? You got lost and you lost your nerve? Are you kneeled over? Killed over? Oh, no, no, nothing like that. He had that bottle spiked waiting for Davis to come in. No, no, it's just an ordinary bar bottle. What do you mean by that? Every tavern in a bar has a brand of whiskey they push. They have bar whiskey. The customer isn't particular about his brand. You give him the bar liquor. liquor. It seemed to me the guy was gaining courage. He wasn't quite as nervous as he'd been. You served other people out that same bottle, I asked licked his lips and dropped his eyes before he answered. Sure I did. But that was before you put the arsenic in, in it. I didn't put any poison in that bottle. You guys can't pin this on me. What's your, what makes you think we can't? Because I never knew no the fella. And you can't prove I did. So how are you going to make anyone believe I killed someone I didn't know and had nothing against? You think I'm nuts or something? It's a possibility, I said. Donovan narrowed his eyes at Gardner. I said, you're holding something back. Come on, out of it. Again, they looked that guilty look as Gardner shook his head. But you can't send a guilty look to the chair. Is he, Gardner? Had us stumped. At least for a while, we juggled at him for suspicion. But he knew, unless we got something else to strengthen the case, we didn't get an indictment against him. There just wasn't enough. Donovan and I chewed over it with the captain. He couldn't give us any help except advice to keep plugging. We told him we'd try to come up with something and went to the back of the tavern. The owner had been there and gone and still had a pile of trauma in the station in front. 
Donovan unlocked the door and released his patrolman with regular beat and we went inside. It was very quiet, naturally. Nothing is quieter in this world than an empty bar, I said. Well, where do we start? Donovan shrugged. You got me. You know darn well nothing is going to happen in this case till it breaks from the outside. That's right. What he meant was a new angle coming from a stalley or something opening up while we investigated David's background of gardeners. And something new was added right there, here in the tavern. Very suddenly a guy popped up from behind the bar and said, Hello. We rolled around and looked at him. Donovan snorted, Who the hell are you? My name is Tennyson Diddleberry. What kind of label was that? Men came around from behind the bar. I liked it. I took it. It annoys you. I'm sorry. But you could... You could tell by the sneer on his face that he wasn't sorry at all. He was a medium-sized, unattractive figure of a man, yet you couldn't put your finger on just where the unattractiveness came from. He wasn't good-looking, neither was he repulsive. He didn't have a superman's frame, but neither was he a cripple nor a moanful freak. There was just something about him you took for an instant dislike to, and dislike stayed with you. A dippable seemed to enjoy increasing that antagonism. He wore a natural habitable sneer. His voice had a cutting quality to it. I said, what the hell are you doing in here? Coming about, going about my business entrance is permitted. There was a policeman in front. The door was locked. There's a back door. That was locked too. Locks are silly things. Any fool should be able to handle such feeble devices. Donovan was snarling. Look, brother, you're talking yourself right into trouble. Now tell us what you're doing here, and tell it quick. Read a gas meter. Why? Why should? Why would anyone read a gas meter? I work for a gas company. This place is on my route. I think you're lying. It'd be easy enough to find out. We find out at headquarters. You're taking me in? What do you think? The papa suddenly wasn't afraid of cops. Shook his head in disgust and said, It's certainly a stupid world you live in. What of idiots? Really, it is. Normally, I'm pretty easy going, but this punk, with his talent rubbing people up the wrong way, just plain got to me. If you're so damn smart, why are you reading meters in the gas for the gas company? He grinned and his grin, so he was happy to get in a rise out of me. I just arrived recently. The job will do until I get around to what I'm planning. Donovan vented his hostility to the hauling the guy out of the car. The people made no resistance, but Donovan managed to get mildly rough. Regardless, this also seemed to make little children happy. Though he looked, took the roughness as a sign, got under Donovan's skin too, which he had, threw a few insults at us while we rode it to the headquarters. He held in. Knowing if we gave ourselves an inch, we'd take a mile and slug him, and have it all over, and have it over with. Interrogation room. He went at him with all the fixings, a strong set of his eyes, cigarette smoke in his heart face. Donovan smiled and his pus said, "All right, Buster, let's get out of the jokes. Why were you doing in the Taliban? Reading the guest meter? I said, cut out the jokes." You have got over my identification? What makes you think uh, I had any reason for going there? I asked the questions. Maybe you didn't realise what spot you're in. That's his idiotic. 
This whole procedure emulates from your personal dislike of me. All you have to do is call the company. What do you know about the Davis killing? Or what I heard in the neighborhood. Intriguing little equation, isn't it? I think we realized from the beginning with nothing on the Dupal and we wouldn't be able to involve him. We hit it on the nose when he said our motivation was personal dislike. Finally went out and called the gas company, realizing he delayed doing this because we knew it would lose Dupal for us. When, he went, when I went back and told Donovan, he still hated to let go. You know, he told us, sneering little me to read her, we can still throw you in the can. What for? Trespassing, breaking, entering. Oh, yes, but you won't. And why not? Because it would be too small a triumph. You know, you will be acting from spite. It would diminish your stature in your own eyes. Donovan was trying to swallow this helpless wrath. When I remember something Dippable said, look, listen, punk, exactly where did you come from? That's right, you made you made some funny cracks, you said, to quote, this is certainly a stupid world you live in. What of idiots, you also said, I just arrived recently. Now it occurs to me that I might have come from a place beyond this planet you call Earth. No, that's the, that's, that, that's your pot. You're a crackpot, psycho. Maybe we'd better hold you. You see what I mean? Tickled, ticked off his replies on his fingers. I did so. Did come from a world far beyond yours. I'm not a crackpot, not a psycho. And you will not hold me. I looked at, looked at Donovan. Donovan looked at me. His voice gentled in a tone of contempt. Just where do you come from, punk? From Alivia Motorus. And don't bother looking it up. The planet and galaxy beyond the conception of your most brilliant minds use the term brilliant very loosely. And how did you get here? You couldn't possibly understand that if I told you. Your empire mind simply couldn't grasp a mathematical accident. They brought me here, nor the ten million to one chance they're happening again. Donovan grinned in participation. You actually think we're not going to turn you over to Psycho? Of course you're not. And for what reason will we refrain from such? Because if they do, you'll never get your stupid little murder sold. Found myself poised and ready to pounce. Then you've been holding out? Oh, if you mean, do I know who killed Davis? No. If you mean I can find out? Yes. Well, well, Donovan growled. Detective two, Dopable split in a sneer between us. Nothing but his mathematical problem. The world I come from? Students corresponding. So the first graders are started out with far harder equations. So you can take a pencil and figure it out, huh? Certainly. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I tried to remember since exactly what my reaction to people was at the time. Hatred transcended any other emotion I may have had, but there was something else, a feeling of almost personal discomfort springing from the certainty. He wanted us to hate him, or at least didn't care whether he 
whether or not we did. This was part of my reaction, and wondering why also. There was, was an element of vague fear too, and for this, I'm sure, a vague, senseless conviction. This crackpot could do all he claimed he could do. I remember that when this last came to my conscious mind, I rejected it as with indignation. I knew Donovan was rejecting something too. He turned from Dippapol with a sneer and said, We can't. We haven't got time to fall with psychos. We've got the murder to solve. Kick this guy out and let the white coats find him all over again. I was staring too. I took a pencil for it at him and said, All white wise guy, there's one. Let's see what you can do. Have you got a piece of paper? Almost savagely, Donovan ripped a page off the calendar. Blank on the back. He threw it on the table, and all the time I could see his eyes. They were asking, why the hell am I doing this? I'm trying to cover the question up. But question by showing contempt. We glanced swiftly at each other. There was guilt in both our faces, like two realists meeting outside a fortune teller's tent. Then Paul took over. We have certain facts, he began. A dead man, a person admit, admits he went through the physical motions of killing him, was had a method of producing death, poison, and sitting on the crime. I think we've enough of this clowning, Donovan said in a husky voice. Dibble gnawed into interruption. Not even bothering to sneer at Donovan. And every school child on my planet knows each of these facts must be given a symbol and must become part of the exploratory equation. A little rusty in such things, but it sounded to me by the same way school children are playing went about solving the problems in algebra. I didn't say anything though. The poor had a pencil racing over the paper, laying out a series of weird symbols, like which I'd never seen. There were neither numbers nor letters, nor the kind of dramatic or algebraic symbols used on earth either. Of that I was sure. Just as I could come to compare and was Egyptian hieroglyphics, and yet that was far from the mark. But whatever they were, Dippable seemed to know exactly what he was doing. After a few minutes, he leaned back and said, There, this rudimentary exploration is complete. Now we search it for flaws. Donovan and I got interested to the point the solidities were temporarily suspended. Donovan asked, Search what? For which flaws? You hadn't the mental scope to understand even the basics of what I'm doing. But maybe you understand this. There's no such thing as chance in civilization or culture, which is probably based upon mathematics. In such a civilization lies evasions or unheard of because all action, emotion, past, present or future can be elevated and revealed in complete exactitude. But trying to follow along, I said, we got things like that, the robot brains we call them. They figure out impossible problems. It came to me at that moment how we're talking, taking for granted through our conversation, our statements, even our thinking that Dupont was exactly what he said he was, a man from another world. He said, I know you refer to it, but they are so childishly conceived as we to be almost useless, the old sneer again. Donovan growled, I look at Took a lot, but you haven't proved a damn thing. On the contrary, the flaws in this equation turn out for themselves. For instance, a zone is implicated, but may most obviously be supplemented in order to balance the zia. Shaking of the exploratory equation. 
Are you kidding, Donovan asked. Of a go technical terms and translate into realities, you can grasp. It amounts to this. But I intend to pour the actual poison to the glass, but all unknowing. However, as a determinant factor of the equation, you must be further developing along the lines of separate motivation. In other words, a completely unrelated motivation part cleared away for the crime. The whose fingers are flying. Part of the weird symbols are appearing. Motivation of the weight he bears. Case is made up with two characteristics, habit and greed. Where does that, that, what does that get us, I ask? It reveals the fact the bartender poured the poison into the bottle, but without knowledge that it was poison, nor with malicious intent. That's impossible, I said. Not at all the whole sequence becomes clear. We strive to complete our innovational equation of balance in the first phase. Bartender poured an consumed drink back in the bottle. After whoever ordered it, whoever ordered it, walked out without drinking it. Of course, the logic of hit Donovan and me in the same moment. Donovan said, how the hell did you think of that? You meant it as a compliment. Paul did not take it as such. I didn't think of it. You fool. I wanted out. Haven't you understood anything I've told you? It's here in the progression of the equation. Incidentally, the factor is pivot. The whole sequence, your stupid logic, should carry you on from there. Somebody was trying to poison somebody else, Donovan said. There had to be two men, I added. They came in, ordered drinks. One poured poison, the other drink. Then they left without. Dipple was leaning at me. How about one man and suicide? I swore at myself inwardly, for giving him the opening. He turned back to his simple set. By sheer bullying and trance, you hit it. For though it was two men and attempted murder, Donovan wasn't having such much to say. Dipple threw, threw down a pencil. I'm going to be going now. I have more important things to do. Can you give us the name of the two men? I asked again, swore and myself for being over eager. Dipple gave me a long, disgusted, cynical look. I can, but I won't. It won't take another hour to round out the equation. I don't feel like doing all the work for you. You can't take what I've given you. Tie up the case. You'll be better both resign. We got up and started to leave. At the door he turned. I live at the Crescent. Crescentwood Hotel, if you'd like. Want to get in touch with me again? He said, maybe. I, you need help someday in tying your shoes. He left neither Donovan nor I made any attempt to stop him. After a long minute, Donovan said, you can't let him go. He's holding that killing. We've got to be. How else would he know? Are you sure he's involved? Dovin didn't answer. He picked up the f- f- pencil, snapped it in two with a brutal gesture. It's nearly little son of a... Besides, we've got no proof he was right in anything he said. Let's go find out. He found out. Didn't take long. We got a citation. We hit Gerber with one question. Who was in a bar just before Davis entered? He collapsed right into a lapse. We got it all. We knew. It was a hard trace. Down, two guys called Kinder and Walpole. They were both drunk. They came in and Walpole had some arsenic with him. He was going to make a bug spray with. He got a saw a Kinder for some drunken reason and poured some of the stuff into his drink while Kinder was in the washroom. And something pulled them back in the street before they had their drinks. 
Colonel heard metal grind and thought he prob- that was probably it. Once outside, they probably forgot the tavern they'd been in because they didn't return. Gal was glad to get rid of them. He hadn't seen the poison pouring bit and dumped the shots into the bottle. And Davis killed over as a result of the next shot out the bottle. Gal was scared he could lose his job. His boss wouldn't could ha- have his license, but for serving drinks and for pouring the whiskey back. So that was the case, a tragic accident incident. Walpole would not even remember what he'd done, and with Davis dead. We would have been better off leaving it there, charging Davis off as a crackpot tra- who had made a lucky guess and taken the credit for breaking the case. We did take the credit. But it's hard to believe once we've done gone. Temple was actually actually for real. So uh, one afternoon, a couple of weeks later, we passed in Crosswood Hotel. Donovan break the car and squirted at the building. Squirted at the building. This is where he said he lived. I knew who Donovan meant. Uh-huh. Let's go up. Why not? He went in and got the room number. The clerk went on and went up. We knocked Temple opened Temple opened the door. He hadn't changed a bit. There's a sneer on his face, hostility to his voice when he said, Ah, police force. What happened? Somebody steal your squad car? He turned around before he could answer and went back to the room. We followed him and stood there, looking at laying out. A big table in the middle of the floor with a huge sheet of paper on it. The symbol street was almost completely covered with funny symbols he'd used solving the bar poisoning. Had he, had he, or had he sold it? Anyhow, he went back to his work as though he didn't even come, adding more symbols along one edge. Finally, Donovan asked, What the hell are you doing? Dupont looked as though annoyed at being disturbed. I'm raging staying on the planet. I liked it here. I like it here. What's all that got to do with this? Do with staying? I have to I have to have money. The very things are done here. Money's vitally necessary. How are you going to get it? Paul looked up and he sneered, frightened. I'm going to steal it. Donovan and I looked at each other in a kind of double plate. I said, don't think you can tell us how and where you're going to, going to do the stealing. I don't. I won't tell you how. And that would be silly. I don't mind telling you where. Put it down as another symbol. Oh, wait, where? I'm not quite sure yet. Chicago, New York, Pittsburgh. This is a master plan. I've almost finished. It involves a pinnacles, a method of operation. There's much more to be done, of course. Assistance will have to be approached, analysed, mathematically, as, case, as, as to capabilities. How much money do you think of stealing? I figure I need about five million, to pull, said calmly. Don't really looked at each other again. Our eyes asked the questions. What should we do about this? All going in and get laughed at? Or did we have it right to hold him in? If he wanted to, just call him a crackpot and let it let it go at that. Sure, it's obvious thing to do. The easiest way to stick our necks out. At that moment, I saw Dupil smile ever so slightly, although he knew exactly what was going on in our minds. We had allowance for its, it on his damn chart. Donovan shrugged. Let's get away from this creep, he said. We turned and walked out. He never saw the pool again. I practically, in fact, I practically forgot about it. Him for, when a year later, the date was January 17th, 1951, I came back to the squad room late in the afternoon. The paper lying on the desk. Donovan and I, you, 
used it. Used its headline read, Deckard Man gets seven million in Boston. They went on to tell how famous uh, of the how famous bricks hold up in that city. Hold up had been so, not been sold to this day. Seemingly perfect crime. Still nothing for me to get excited about. Not to sort of letter had been lying under the paper. It was addressed to both Donovan and me. Names are destiny printed in lead pencil. And no address to turn dress, a toy open. A white card fell out. On the card was printed two words, nothing else. The words read of Boston. That's where we and that's where we sit now. Almost seven years ago that stick up occurred. For seven years Donovan and I waited for the law to crack it, so we could, could quit wondering. So we could tell ourselves that DePaul was just another screwball. A statue of limitations they run out. The Great Briggs robbery. Now we're beginning to wonder if it really was sold. Wonder if we could have stopped it by stopping Brick Br- Dimple, brain behind it all. Wonder if he really was a man from another old hell. Just don't can't be, or could it? BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 